going on, y'all? Welcome to another edition of Pick and Pop Podcast. My name is Ryan. Ryan Solo Dolo today. Y'all just couldn't be here, but it's all good. I'm going to hold it down for the crew. Very special episode today. Today's episode is called LA Struggles. We're going to start it off with talking about the Clippers. Uh, obviously, all season long, all summer long, really, uh, we've been hearing rumors about Harden going to the Clippers and how he really wanted to go to the Clippers and, you know, felt like he has a great chance to win playing with guys like Kawhi, PG, and obviously the boy Russ. Uh, and obviously a few weeks ago, that actually happened. He got traded to the Clippers. But they've been struggling since Harden arrived. I mean, they're 0-5. Uh, they, last night, they lost to the worst team in the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies. So they're just really struggling. They have four guys on the court, on the team that play with each other you know, in the starting lineup that need the ball in their hands in order to be effective. Kawhi recently spoke about it. You know, he's saying that there's four guys that need the ball in their hands, that need the ball in their hands all game, really, to have a good rhythm, good flow, and they're trying to figure it out. And he kind of brought up a situation with, like, the Mavs last year when Kyrie and Luka first got together and how they struggled. But this year seems to be working. So... You know, they're having some chemistry issues, obviously. You know, we thought Harden going there, they'd be – I didn't view them as a championship threat just because, um, you know, I, I was kind of wondering how they would all fit and play with the ball in the hand. But I thought they'd be much better than they are right now. I wasn't expecting 0-5. I wasn't expecting losses to, like, the Memphis Grizzlies or, you know, something like that. Like, I just kind of assume like – yeah, they might have chemistry issues, but at least from a talent perspective, they should still be able to beat teams like Memphis. Uh, you know, they you know, Knicks they lost to the Knicks. Um, you know, although Knicks are playing well right now, so I guess there's no no shame in that. But you know, I would just expect better from them. So will they turn it around? We'll see. Uh it's a long season, obviously. I mean, that doesn't get easier. They're playing the Nuggets tomorrow, unfortunately for them. Um, but you look at their last few losses, they lost to the Grizzlies, they lost to the Mavericks um, by over 20 points. They lost to the Nets, Knicks, uh, they lost to the Lakers. So, you know, they're, they're they're on a skid right now. They desperately need to turn it around. Harden also looks like he isn't really uh, in, I don't want to say in shape, but not in rhythm. Uh, I would say that. Obviously, he missed some time. Um, you know, with the whole trade request and being booted off the Sixers, basically told him to go home and don't come back. You know, he's averaging 13 and a half points per game. Uh, you know, five rebounds, four assists. Those aren't really Harden numbers. Harden also in his mind still believes that he's a superstar, which I think he's far from that. Um, I think at his best, he can give you maybe 18, 20 a game now. Still get you 10, 11 assists uh, when he's, you know, fully healthy and, you know, in rhythm. Um, but those days of being a superstar like that, Houston Rockets, James Harden, that, that's the thing of a pass he's done. Uh, you know, he, he's long gone. But uh, still valuable player, can still help you, you know, win. Uh, but he just has to really embrace that role. Like he, he was saying that things didn't work out in Philly because he is the system and they try to fit him into a system. It's like, nah, bro, you, you're, not, you're not that guy anymore. Just accept that, hold that, and just be who you are, uh, which is uh, a really good maybe second, 
third piece on a championship team. Um, you, you're not the number one guy anymore. Kind of fall back to, uh, you know, guys like Kawhi, guys like PG, just be that third option, um, facilitate, get everyone involved, make life much easier for those other guys, uh, make life easier for Westbrook. And, you know, just focus on that because right now it's, you know, not looking good. And scoring for all of those guys are really down, you know, um, Kawhi's averaging like 18 a game. I believe Paul George is averaging around like 17 a game right now. So scoring for all of them, they've all struggled basically this season, uh, just playing with each other. Uh, pardon me. Uh, Paul George is actually averaging 23 a game. Um, but 17 since the trade uh far harden um so and Kawhi, you know um same thing you know he's been averaging 18 since the trade far harden but 21 overall points per game for the season so we just want to i would expect later down the line you know they still have great coaching with tyron lu um so i i expect down the line they'll get it and i would expect I don't think Harden's going to remain at 13 a game throughout the season. Uh, I expect as they continue to gel, um, they'll get better. question is, how long is that going to take? Is it going to take a full season? Maybe they'll be better next year, um, like how the Mavs are right now, or how the Timberwolves look, or will they just turn around by midseason? We shall see. Luckily, the trade happened fairly early in the season, so they still have a long way to go to really catch up, but you know, the Clippers as a whole have been a huge disappointment since Kawhi and Paul George linked up. If you want to keep it a buck, like those dudes, you know, we on paper, they should have won a championship already. You know, we saw what happened to them in the bubble uh, past few years. Kawhi Leonard and Paul George haven't been healthy at all. So, you know, for me, they've just been a huge disappointment. And if this fails, if they fall flat on their face, just break it up and restart. Like, you know, it's just not working out. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't extend Paul George. You know, if they, they, you know, fail and fall face first to the ground this year, like there's no point keeping those guys together. Just break it up or at least at minimum retool, maybe around Kawhi, get rid of Harden, get rid of Westbrook. Um, and maybe just put some better pieces around Kawhi, um, Paul George. Uh, I wouldn't want to extend him for the, money, the amount of money he wants, but you know, maybe if you can work out a cheaper deal, keep him. But just maybe retool because you can't have four guys on a court that need the ball in their hands at all times. So you, you need some guys that can play off ball, and you know, the, from chemistry wise, it, it's, it's just bad. So. I think they need some retooling. Maybe, like I said, maybe guys can just fall in line um, and then fit into roles. But if they're not able to, you know, if they end up, I mean, if they miss the playoffs, that's a that's a disaster. But if they end up missing the playoffs and just getting bounced out early, yeah, you got to get rid of some of those guys and kind of just retool. They'll don't bring back Harden, though, you know, none of that stuff. So I don't know who's going to really want Harden if this fails. Um you know, he just got eviscerated by one of the announcers. I forgot what team it was, uh, but one of the team announcers just eviscerated him and talked about, you know, his whole stint in Philly, how, you know, he asked, uh, not, not even Philly, his whole relationship with Daryl Morey. He got everything he wanted in Houston. He wanted Chris Paul. He got Chris Paul. Then he didn't want him anymore. They got Westbrook. 
you got Westbrook, then you didn't want him anymore. Uh, you wanted Dwight, didn't want him anymore. <laughs> and then he ended up leaving, uh, went to Brooklyn, tried that out after a year. It's not working out. He wanted to leave. He wanted to go back to Maury. Maury, again, they, you know, gave him what he wanted, brought him to Philly, and he wasn't happy. So, you know, he's switching teams damn near every year, uh, falling off, but doesn't really recognize it. You know, I think he's more of a headache and everything. I and mean, you look how Philly's looking. Philly is the best team in the East right now. I mean, they're beating, you know, top-tier teams like the Celtics. Um, you know, the MB looks great. Maxi with Harden gone took that next step. You know, he's looking like a a star in the league at minimum. Um, you know, who knows, maybe even a potential superstar down the line. So for me, you know, obviously Maxi never would have gotten that opportunity to really show what he can do if it wasn't for a Harden leaving. Because let's be real, you never would have gotten that opportunity. The Sixers are eight and one right now. Um, six and zero at home, best team out of these. And a lot of people were sleeping. They're on an eight game winning streak. A lot of people were sleeping on them. You know, everyone just thought it would be a two team race with the Celtics and the Bucks. Bucks Celtics look good this year. They're seven and two, just a game behind the Sixers. Um, but you know, the Bucks are struggling right now. Just barely over five hundred. Lost two games in a row. Dame's been out. So don't sleep. It. And then obviously you got Embiid, reigning MVP. Who, who says he can't repeat as MVP. Um, so be on the lookout for, for the Sixers. They, you know, life without Harden, they're not struggling, you know, and then they got a pretty decent uh, trade package for him too. So it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see how things unfold the, with the Clippers. But so far it looks like the Sixers are winning this trade. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but speaking of, uh, you know, teams that are doing well, you know, I want to look at some teams that kind of surprised us so far this year, although, you know, we, we know it's very early in the season, but, you know, we're talking about some teams that are doing well. So like the Wolves, I was shocked that they're doing so well right now. Um, you know, you look at the Wolves, they're 7-2 right now on six games straight. Uh, Anthony Edwards is the best player on the team. He's pretty much taken over the team. He was named the Western Conference Player of the Week last week. Uh, he averaged 31 points for the week on 47% shooting, 84.8 from the free throw line. And he averaged six rebounds and six assists, two steals per game. They went 4-0 uh, the previous week that we just had. Um, Timbulls are 10th in the NBA in scoring. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Anthony Edwards is 10th in the NBA in scoring. Uh, and Edwards has scored 256 points thus far this season. Um, the six, they really impressed me. Um, they're the number one ranked defense in the league. Gobert is looking really, really good this year, uh, having a redemption year, providing them with some defense and, and, and rebounding that they desperately needed. Um, obviously, it was the fit was a little clunky last year um, with you know Rudy Gobert and Cat. You know, obviously, guys taking up a lot of space and, you know, and hurting the spacing within the paint. But, you know, even offensively this year, they look good, too. Um, although Cat is struggling, but Anthony Edwards and, and Rudy Gobert have been holding it down. I mean, uh, Gobert's averaging 12 points and 12 boards on 54% shooting. Um, looking real good, providing them the, you know, rim protection defense. 
they're they're going to be averaging um, two two blocks a game this year. So you know he he's doing his job. Uh, and then Anthony Edwards, like I mentioned, is you know he's looking like he's on the cusp of being a superstar, and I believe. Um, I've always been a fan of Anthony Edwards. Um, great, and he's a great two-way player too, which a lot of people kind of seem to forget. I mean, you've seen the clip of him. I'm sure, you guys seen the clip of him, pretty much locking up Jason Tatum in uh, one of the last possessions of the game. Uh, he's doing it on both ends of the floor. Uh, obviously, you know Minnesota, they they love him. He's pretty much off limits on all trades. Right now, anyone else is there taking calls on guys like Cat or anyone else on the team, but Anthony Edwards is uh, is untouchable and rightfully shield. So, uh, the man's a, a a budding superstar in the NBA. Uh, I, I could easily see him being a top five player in the league very soon. Um, just the way he, he plays ferociously on, on both ends of the court, it's uber athletic, jump out the gym. Um, just had a poster uh, the other night. I can't even remember who he he dunked on, but. And the other was he, he's a problem. He's a problem. He took that next leap. He's going to be a superstar. So I I think the Timberwolves, it's early. I think they can, as long as he keeps playing this way, Gobert keeps playing well defensively and Cat kind of turns things around, they're going to be, will they be continue to be the, you know, second seed on the West? I don't know about that, but they'll, they'll definitely be a, a playoff team for sure. So pardon me, third team in the West right now, seven and two. Um, I don't know if they'll remain in the third spot, but they definitely will be a playoff team if they keep it up. And you know, I'm you know, I'm really uh surprised and and happy to see them do well because I do like that franchise. I've been a fan since the, the KG days, so you know it's good to see them playing well for sure. Um next team up, you know, you got Dallas that's playing very well. They're eight and two right now, West on a two-game winning streak. Uh, I mean, Luca's been, you know, amazing this year, as you know, we all know. Uh, Luca Doncic is my favorite player in the NBA right now. I, you know, I definitely see him as a guy that should be able to win multiple MVPs throughout his career. He's averaging right now 32 points on 52% shooting, eight rebounds and eight assists. You know, LeBron, very LeBron esque, like, you know, 38 and eight, you know, makes it look just so effortless, just makes it look so easy. Um, Kyrie's been playing pretty well too, just pretty much filling in that second option role for for them. Um, they finally were able to kind of find their groove. I know last year they really struggled making it work and trying to pick their spots. And obviously, kind of like why I mentioned, like you got two guys need the ball and they can't really be effective, but they've they've seemed to kind of like find that fit now this year. Um, surprising pickups, uh, you know, their rookie their rookie center Lively's been playing pretty well too. Um, you know, uh, very productive, you know, uh, providing them with, you know, um, uh, uh, rim running big and uh, defense that they need. Uh, Grant Grant Williams has also been a great pickup for them, playing really physical for them, providing them some defense, knocking down some key shots. Um, that was an underrated pickup. I love that pickup as soon as I seen it. Uh, I thought Celtics kind of messed up, should have kept him, but you know, that's their loss. Uh, he's doing well in Dallas. Um, you know, so Dallas is, I'm happy for them. Um, they obviously need to do well to appease Luca because you know, 
I'm sure he's not going to want to be losing every year. And like, you know, like he doesn't want to have a bad year like they did last year. So that was, it's really good for them. I'm thinking this, they also will be able to, to sustain maybe not second seed on the West, um, but they'll definitely be one of the top tier teams out West. Um, you know, they're, they're really good. They're not, their defense isn't as strong as Minnesota, um, but offensively they, they, they look really well and then they're winning games. So for me, for defense, I, I, you know, I feel like as offensive league, I'm just going to be honest. I think defense, if you could at least be middle of the road, top tier offense, I, you know, I, I, you could win a championship, in my opinion. I don't necessarily think you need to have the number one offense, uh, no more defensive league to win a chip. Um, it's a stars league. It's offensive league. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. But I'm, I'm, I'm really loving uh, Dallas right now, the way they're playing. They're, they're going to be a problem. And Luka is just top four player in the NBA right now. Uh, eventually, I think we'll be number one um, by the time he really like reaches his prime. Um, you know, he's calling the white James Harden or, you know, white LeBron, but he's kind of like up that ilk. Um, just a guy who could really run your offense, unstoppable uh, offensively, makes guys better. You know, they say he couldn't play with another superstar, but, you know, him and Kyrie, they seem to figure it out. So I think he's also going to put that narrative to bed as well. So, you know, I'm, I'm loving, you know, loving what I'm seeing from those guys right now. Next team on the list is obviously you're going to have to talk about the Houston Rockets. Right now, they're on the six-game winning streak. They just beat the defending champions last night on the Denver Nuggets. Ime Doka. Uh, you know, obviously, it's a great coach imprinting his um, imprinting his culture. Um, you know, they they had some key pickups uh, during the off season. Um, you know, guys like Fred Van Fleet. Um, uh, why am I forgetting um, homeboys? Oh, I can't believe this is this bugging me. Why am I forgetting his name? Um, shit, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks was a great pickup as well. One of those great, uh, I think, locker room guys adds toughness to your team, your rotation. Um, so I, I really like that pickup. Guys like Sangoon have been playing well. He looks like he kind of took a, a, a leap. I've been a fan of Sangoon the past few years. He's looking really good, averaging 19 and 8 this year. Um, you know, averaging five more points than he did last year and 10 points from his rookie year. So he's just been steadily improving. Um, he's looking real good. Uh, Jalen Green, I always thought he has star potential. A little disappointed by his start so far, just averaging 19 and four, uh, four boards and two assists. But hoping he can turn things around and, and you know, really just be that number one option for them, um, be solidified as that. But, um, you know, they, they look really good. Um, like I said, they're led by a great coach. He's going to imprint his culture on there. Um, you know, they're, they're being legit teams like Denver out there. Obviously Denver is missing Jamal Murray, but nonetheless, that's, that's a great win for a young team. That's really on the rise. They're going to be a problem this year. And then they got, you know, guys like Eamon Thompson, um, and Whitmore, some, you know, talented young players uh, on the rise. So they're going to be a problem for the next few years. And I think, I think Southern should have kept, uh, Ime Doka, to be honest with you. I feel like he's, Honestly, you know, a, a better coach than Joe Mazzulla, I'll say that. 
uh, great coach, defensive minded. He's going to have those guys playing tough. Um, so yeah, he, the, the Houston Rockets are they're legit. I could definitely see them making it a playoff this year. And there's also some teams that I thought would be better, um, honestly, coming into the season. So I, I wouldn't be surprised with teams like Dallas and the Rockets, uh, you know, getting the playoffs. Because you look at the the Phoenix Suns, they're struggling right now, injury issues. Um, they're, they're not looking like a juggernaut that I thought they would. Um, and then you got Lakers where, eh, they, you know, they're winning some games. They look okay, but eh, I'm not a big believer in, in, in them. So I'm I'm really thinking that, you know, the Houston Rockets are definitely going to be playoff bound. If they can keep up their performance, Jalen Green turn things around, they're going to be a problem, uh, you know, for sure. And then lastly, I talk about the Sixers. As I mentioned, they you know won eight in a row, best team in in the in the well, in the Eastern Conference right now. Joel Embiid, it's a beast. I, it's always a debate between Joel and Jokic, who's the best center in the league. I, I mean, I give the slight edge to Jokic, but Joel Embiid is right there. I mean, the dude is he's a problem. Um, you know, obviously last year won the scoring title, won the MVP. Um, you know, Maxi is looking like he took the next step, had a 50 point game against the Pacers last night. So, you know, they're going to be bummed. They look much better without Harden. Um, you know, so they're going to be uh, a, a tough out. They're the best team in the East right now. They, you know, they're not afraid of Milwaukee. They're not afraid of Celtics as they shouldn't be. Um, there just isn't a team right now that's playing better than them, at least not in the East. I don't see. Um, you know, you got teams like Knicks are playing pretty well. Celtics are playing very well, 7-2. Um, you know, Indiana looks good. They're a nice young team. But I think the the Sixers, early this so far in the season, they look like their head and shoulders better than everyone. So, you know, we'll we'll see how things progress throughout the season. But the Sixers, they're, yeah, they're, they're going to be a problem. I, I actually imagine them remaining in the top seed, especially if, if Maxie's going to continue to develop and take that next step, that leap. They're going to lock up that first seed now. They've never gotten out of the second round um, since Joel Embiid's been there in his whole era. So it'll be interesting to see how they do in the playoffs. But in the, as far as the regular season, yeah, they're, they're going to be they're going to be uh, a huge problem. Um, one of the last topics I want to talk about: Jay and Ivy. Uh, there's been some issues with Jay and Ivy, you know, promising young rookie last season, um, got a lot of comparisons to John Moran this year, lost a starting job coming off the bench. Um, Monty Williams, the coach from the Pistons, had mentioned that, you know, defense is a priority and, uh, guys are going to get playing time based off of their defensive performance. Uh, so no, he looks like he. I mean, watching his games, I think he definitely puts effort on the defensive end. I don't think it's for for a lack of effort, but I guess he's not meeting Monty Williams's expectations. Uh, and he's had this mysterious illness for the past four games, um, so I'm not sure what what's going on with that, or you know, is it legit, or is there just something behind the scenes that's going on that we don't know about? Um, that's going to come to light in the future, but you know, right now the situation just seems odd. For me, I'm thinking like if I'm a team uh, that might want to, you know, wants to give a shot at a guard in a rotation, I'd take a look at him. I'm, you know, I'm a Knicks fan. I'd love to see them maybe trade quickly for him just because I, I, I like quickly six man of the year candidate, but 
I'm not willing to pay him $100 million. So, you know, I, I think that's a trade for them that they should be looking to have. Um, you know, young rebuilding teams like Orlando, you know, teams like that, I think they should kind of take a shot, especially Orlando with their point guard situation has always been iffy with Cole Anthony and Fultz. Um, you know, I, I think that'd be a great fit for him. Because I, I think Jay and I was really talented, super athletic. Um, you know, had a pretty good rookie season last year. Um, so I, I feel like what's going on in Detroit is more of a politics issue more than a playing issue. He must have ruffled some feathers or did something, but I feel like his days in Detroit are, are limited for sure. Uh, I, I just, I don't see, you know, I, I really don't see them uh, keeping him from long, especially if you're losing your, your starting spot. I just don't think it's, you know, it's a good look, but you know, we shall see, uh, you know, short episode today, running solo dolo. But, you know, as always, check us out on social media at Pick and Pop Show on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. For our donate to the show, the dollar sign Pick and Pop Show on Cash App. And until next time, guys, peace.